Good morning, I'm Taylor Wilson, and this is 5 Things You Need to Know Saturday, the 7th of November, 2020. are some of the top headlines. There's still no winner called in the presidential election, though Joe Biden is closing in. Stay tuned for all the latest. White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows has tested positive for COVID-19. And some states are once again turning to curfews as virus cases surge in the U.S. A reminder, we're always on on Twitter at USA Today Podcast, where you can stay up on five things stories and also join the conversation with fellow listeners. Plus, if you let us know your thoughts, your tweet could be featured right here on the pod. That's at USA Today Podcast on Twitter. Now, on to the show. still waiting on who will be the next president of the United States. Though it may be less of a question of who than when. Joe Biden still needs at least six more electoral college votes to get to the required number of 270. As it stands, Biden has 264 and President Donald Trump has 214. Biden will reach that threshold with a win in one of the following, Nevada, Georgia, Pennsylvania, or North Carolina. Biden has a narrow lead as of Saturday morning, around 4,000 votes in Georgia, after jumping out to a lead in the traditionally red state on Friday. Because of the incredibly close margins there, a recount is expected, and some votes are still coming in. Pennsylvania has counted more than 99% of ballots, but counties are still reporting and may continue to do so into next week. Biden leads by more than 28,000 votes there. Nevada still has not counted a sizable chunk of ballots, with 13% remaining. Biden leads by around 23,000 votes there, just under two percentage points. There are more results expected from Clark County, a Democratic stronghold that will likely further help Biden. In North Carolina, Trump leads by some 70,000 votes, or close to 1.5%, but it remains uncalled since some 150,000 absentee ballots have not yet been counted. Joe Biden has made history with the most total votes ever received, more than 74 million. He was overwhelmingly confident on Friday night. We don't have a final declaration of victory yet, but the numbers tell us it's clear, tell us a clear and convincing story. We're going to win this race. We're on track to over 300 electoral votes, electoral college votes. And look at the national numbers. We're going to win this race with a clear majority of the nation behind us. For his part, Trump continued to tweet Friday night. He wrote, quote, I had such a big lead in all of these states late into election night, only to see the leads miraculously disappear as the days went by. Perhaps these leads will return as our legal proceedings move forward, unquote. That shows the president reiterating a widely debunked claim of election fraud. His early leads in key states turned around in recent days because election officials counted in-person votes first, which favored Trump, before Biden took the lead on mail-in ballots. It's also not clear what legal strategy Trump plans to take. Several lawsuits have already been thrown out. Throughout the weekend, stay with the USA Today Network's team of reporters around the country. You can find coverage at usatoday.com elections. And be sure to check out the Sunday edition of Five Things with Claire Thornton. With Georgia at the heart of the political world this week, we'll take a listen back to Claire's episode on the late Georgia Congressman John Lewis. It's now a tropical depression, but Ada could once again gain strength. 
The storm slammed Central America as a Category 4 hurricane in Nicaragua. It killed dozens of people in several countries. And that death toll may rise after a huge landslide buried an estimated 100 people in Guatemala. The storm is now swinging back across the Caribbean, where it's expected to approach the Cayman Islands on Saturday and then hit South Florida late Sunday. By that point, it could be back up to tropical storm strength. If Ada hits the United States, it would be a record 12th named storm to make landfall this year. The college football season continues to add some late arrivals as the Pac-12 gets underway on Saturday. The conference will try to squeeze in seven games in seven weeks, even as coronavirus cases surge around the country. Two scheduled games were already canceled for Saturday, Washington at Cal and Arizona at Utah because of COVID-19 concerns. As for the season itself, USA Today Sports Paul Meyerberg said that the league's late start will make it an uphill climb to make the college football playoff, but it's possible. Yeah, the delayed start's going to be really tough for the Pac-12 to overcome. I mean, they're two weeks after the Big Ten even, which is already a month behind everybody else. I think there's two teams, Oregon and, and USC, as always. I think those are your two teams if you're a Pac-12 fan that have a chance to get in. Oregon is not as good on paper as they were in February because they've had losses to, to COVID and, and elsewhere to the NFL. But um, I think both those teams, they just got to win out against the Pac-12. And the other stuff about controlling the dialogue and the conversation is kind of out of their hands. Both of those teams, I think, can go 6-0 or 7-0 in Pac-12 play. For scores and more, head to usatoday.com sports. Like lots of award shows and ceremonies this year, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony is going virtual. Welcome to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Were really on the forefront of throwing away all rule books. Yes! I can't imagine rock and roll without the Doobie Brothers. The celebration premieres on HBO and HBO Max and will pay tribute to an eclectic 2020 class. That includes Whitney Houston, Notorious B.I.G., Nine Inch Nails, Depeche Mode, T-Rex, and the Doobie Brothers. You can check it out Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific. Four years ago, Dave Chappelle hosted Saturday Night Live right after President Donald Trump was elected. Now Chappelle returns to Studio 8H to host another post-election show. Last time around, he went off on the election, mass shootings, and police brutality. And he also wished the president luck. I'm wishing Donald Trump luck, and I'm going to give him a chance. And we, the historically disenfranchised, demand that he give us one too. Check out what he does this Saturday night on NBC. Thanks for listening to Five Things. A reminder, you can subscribe for free. And if you get a sec, go ahead and rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also listen on Spotify or wherever you find your audio. Thanks as always to Claire Thornton for her work on the show. And a reminder, she's back with that special edition Sunday show right here on this feed. Five Things is part of the USA Today Podcast Network.